people say ain't no good and I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning Pick guitar in the afternoon How's it going everybody? It's Jesse Wayne Taylor here with Papa T. What's up man? Blessed and highly favored. Yeah. Been a good uh, good Thanksgiving season this year. Oh, it has, man. It has. I've eaten way too much, but I expected to. I planned on it. I I ate I ate good for sure, but I don't think I over overdid it too many times because I was in the woods most of the time. So like, you don't want to overdo it when you're going to sit in the woods. Yeah, no. remember what we talked about? What, what last we time. talked about last yeah. time? Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, we've we've had several people comment on our on our last uh, podcast where we talked about having to having to go in the woods, you know, right. if you're hunting. And uh, that I, I thought that was ridiculous for us to talk about. I didn't think it was a, a, a topic of conversation that should have come up in a podcast, but I've had a lot of people say they got a lot, a lot of enjoyment about it. And, and let me say this about this podcast for a second. You know, we, we, don't, we don't do this. We, we do this once a month. We get together. We just sit up here and talk, all right? And, that, and that's all we're doing. Uh, hopefully it's entertaining. And, and my only hope for this podcast is that people can sit and listen to this for just a little while and maybe forget something in your life that's just troubling you for a few minutes. You know, if we can make you laugh, then please laugh. But also tell us about it. You know, share your feelings about this, uh, what you what you like on, on the podcast, what you don't like. Doesn't mean we're going to change anything, but <laughs> but but please share your thoughts on this because, uh, you know, we do this for fun. Um, and we hope we are, inter- we are entertaining you guys. So thank you for listening and uh, – when I say we're blessed and highly favored, I, I did not say that lightly. Uh, we we are very blessed. Um, we we you know we, we could sit here all day and write down the number of blessings that we have in our life, and you guys are one of those blessings. So thank y'all. You don't know what it means to us when you come up and tell us, "Hey, I listened to your podcast." That just means the world to us. So carry on. Didn't mean to. Didn't no, mean to take that's good off on for a sure. You know? No, I agree with it 110%. But it's okay that you took off on a tangent because I'm going to take off on a tangent here for a moment. Okay. And we're going to start things out this way. Okay. Um, last year, you had a rant. I did. I had a rant about Cracker Barrel. We went, you went down the road on Cracker Barrel. Yeah, and I, I, I'm kind of sorry I did that. But on the other hand... Uh, I've been there a few know, times since you've had that rant, and I've felt the same way. Yeah. So. so I have to be honest with you, I haven't been back to Cracker Barrel since, you know. And so, honestly, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know if I have been to Cracker Barrel maybe once in that time frame, but really hasn't happened either. Um, I would be willing to go back, but I don't know if I'd be willing to go back and pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If Cracker Barrel feels bad enough, they want to throw us a couple of gift cards, we'll definitely go back. And if we have a great experience, you'll get a different rant. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But speaking of not-so-great rants, I got some. Okay, I'm listening. I got some. I really, it really, really bothers me to pay good money to eat food somewhere and to be marketed a certain kind of product. Yeah. And then to not be given that product, yep. paying, the, paying that price, I'm that really messes me up sideways. I'm like, it burns my biscuits, and I, 
I'm a little vindictive when it comes to that. I will, I will. If a if a restaurant bothers me that badly, I will. You won't see me back in it. Can, again. can I say? Can I interject something here? Yeah, please. I, before you go on your rant, go for. It. You have always been that way. Yep. Ever since you were little, I'm talking little, little, little. You don't mess with Jesse's food. Jesse will Jesse will lose his mind over his food. Now 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 he gets it honest because my daddy was the same way. Mm-hmm. My daddy would lose his mind over over food. So I, okay, so with that being said, this is not something new. This is something that you've had to struggle with yeah. your entire life. Yeah. And I'm sorry you got it from my side of the family. It's okay. But it, it is what it is. Go ahead. I have a feeling I'm probably worse. I'm probably the worst of anybody in the family. Like yeah. I am, I, especially since during COVID, I sat around and, and did a whole lot of watching Gordon Ramsay and John Taffer run around restaurants yelling at people for, that's, that's you know, great, touching, touching great. raw meat and throwing their hands on chickens and stuff yeah. and, uh, or on potato chips, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I am extremely, I keep my eye on things and I, and I just am like, I'm, I don't know what Would what else to say about. Would you consider yourself a germaphobe? Also, I've become more of that since COVID. Yeah, yeah. I was not very, not very. I didn't think about it very much before then, but like during COVID, and then having to work out at the armory right after COVID, and like I was always shaking hands with people and stuff. Like that was just yeah. kind of a way that I dealt right. with dealt with people. And during COVID, man, I definitely I became a germex guy. Yeah, and it was oh. just like anytime I touched anybody's hand, I was germex, and and so since then, yeah, it, I guess I have been a little bit more of a germaphobe. But after seeing a lot of those, a lot of those like um, you know kitchen nightmares and things, those that John Taffer show and the and the Barisky, uh, no, yeah, and then uh, Gordon Ramsay, like both Hell's of those, are, they've just really. They've really messed me up in that sense. And then I also have become like, I've started to pay very, very close attention to the quality of food that I'm eating too, when I go to these different restaurants. And so anyways, I say all of that to say in the last month, things have been kind of busy and we've had to hit a few restaurants, maybe a little bit more than what we really want to do, but we've just been busy and we've had to hit restaurants. When you say we, you're talking about you and Catherine. Yes. Me and my wife, Catherine. So, right. Um, I guess last, at some point in this month, the first one we went to that, that really, really, really let me down was Cheddar's. You ever been to Cheddar's? I've been to Cheddar's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went to Cheddar's and they have these rolls that they serve you for free, right? Okay. That was the only, that that was the only good thing I put in my mouth. Really? Every single thing else that I ate, I was very disappointed in the french fries the chicken tenders the salad all of it i was i didn't it felt like it was i was expecting to have like it felt like fast food basically like fast food and the flavor of all the sauces were just honestly i got like four different sauces to dip my not so good chicken in and all of the sauces let me down what's well, so did, did it did it did it feel like the food had been sitting out for a while or something or or Definitely it, no wasn't like it, it definitely wasn't fresh, but it didn't feel like it was like battered and fried chicken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It felt like it was like freezer bag frozen chicken that they like threw in an oven. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't sound very appetizing. Uh, no, and like the chicken was overcooked too. And so ultimately, 
we I don't remember exactly what the receipt said, but it was certainly more than what I wanted to pay for it to begin with. Right. But then after I was so let down by all of the food, I was I was very perturbed. Catherine and I both decided that that would be the very last time that we ever went to Cheddar's because there was no need in going and wasting money to eat there again because we didn't even eat all of our food. And I don't even know if we took it home to feed it to the dog. Yeah. Um, and I was bummed because for some reason I feel like I had eaten cheddars like 10 years ago and I really enjoyed the chicken tenders. So I thought I'm going to get these chicken tenders and I'll at least like these chicken tenders. And they were terrible. Um, another place I went to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give them a number rating. Okay. All right. One to 10. Okay. Mine and Catherine's experience that evening, I would give. A 3.0. Wow, that's pretty low. That's 30%. Yeah, dude. And uh, that was because of the roll. The roll was delicious, and the server was very nice. Yeah. But, man, the food was just crap. It was not good. And so, yeah, 3.0 for for Cheddar's. Sorry, I hate to give it to you like that, but it's the truth. Then the next restaurant I went to this last month that really, really let me down was Chewy's. We went to Chewy's the other night. Now, and the chimichanga I got at Chewy's was the worst Mexican dish I've ever been served. Well, let me let me ask you a question, all right? But and I think I know the answer to this question. I've never I will always go to a more authentic Mexican restaurant than I would a, a chain Mexican so would restaurant. I. So would I. I'd rather go to a local Mexican restaurant. 100%. But that was the option that we had. You know, family-owned, operated Mexican restaurant. I feel like you get better quality food. You go there a lot. You get to know the people. Fine people run these I'm going to tell you about one that's real good here in a minute. Don't you worry. But we had to go to Chewy's But you didn't let me ask my question. Okay, sorry. What? All right. So I'm not a big fan of Tex-Mex. Right. Okay. Do you like Tex-Mex? I enjoy good Tex-Mex. Okay, But what on. I was served the other night was trash. Okay, carry I, on. We literally did not bag it up to take it home to the dog. The server was very nice, but she knew good and well that that food was filthy and it wasn't worth eating. And she it wasn't necessarily dirty. Let me, let me rephrase that. It was not dirty food. But I was served a chimichanga, and the chicken inside had absolutely no flavor, and the cheese wasn't even melted that they stuffed inside the thing. Ooh. So, yeah, 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 yeah. In the middle of it was cold chicken and unmelted cheese. Ooh. And I was very frustrated because there was very little chicken in there to begin with. So it was mostly just unmelted cheese inside of a tortilla with not real cheese poured around it. They didn't even pour it on top of it. Oh, what that? This has happened to us every single time. You know time. what? You know what it is. It's a good Lord getting back for you, getting back at you, for getting back at me, yeah, getting back at you for getting so angry over a chimichanga. I am angry that we paid what we paid for it and received what we got. It was absolutely not what was. That was not what we should have been served by any means. Neither of them were cooked all the way through, and that, in my opinion, is just ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so I have to say that I'm going to give Chewy's a 2.7. I'm writing these down. Thank you. The chips were good. That was it. 
the rice didn't even taste good. We had rice and chimichanga. The rice tastes like microwave rice. And like I told you, the chimichanga was not even melted on the inside. So very let down by those experiences. I also went to Panda Express at one point this week. I went I'm, to Panda Express one point I'm this gonna, week. Or not this week, this month. I'm going to give Panda Express on that visit a solid 6.5. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the best Panda Express food I've been served, but it was pretty good. And you can, you can, in my mind, you can always expect somewhere in the neighborhood. What did I say, 6.5? You said 6.5. Yeah, I would say you could expect somewhere in the neighborhood of like 5.5 to 8.5 every single time from, from, uh, uh, Panda Express. That's what I would. That's what I would say as far as my past experiences go. But that night, I had a pretty good bowl. It satisfied me. I didn't have anything like major complaints with it. But like you know, it's it's stuff that's been sitting out there in different bowls for a while, and they you know throw it together whenever somebody comes in. It is what it is. It's it's Asian fast food. But it was it was good, and I was happy with that. And uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. The more I think about it, what did I say? Six point five. Yeah. That's not bad. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it at 6.5. That's what it felt like. Okay, and then, so one I haven't been to, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know if I've been to Waffle House since Catherine and I have been dating. I don't know if I had been to Waffle House for two years before that. But I used to go to Waffle House every single Wednesday night after I got done playing out at, at Losers in Cool Springs. And uh, I used to always get a Texas bacon patty melt or a double. Texas bacon patty melt. Dang. And uh heart attack on a bun. Right? And uh so anyways, I had been hunting one day this week and it was dinner time. I needed something on the way back home and Catherine wasn't either wasn't gonna be there. She ate somewhere else or something like that. So I was like, I'm gonna swing into swing into Waffle House, see what's going on. And I had a very nice experience with my my waitress. She was very nice. She had my drink full the whole time. And, and that's a big deal to me, man. That's a big deal to that's me, too. That's a big deal to me. Um, Don't and, let my glass go dry. Yeah, I would say that my meal there probably, I would I would give it a solid, mm, I'm going to have to say I'd give it a solid 6.7. It wasn't that much better than what I, like, it didn't satisfy me that much more than what my, my, you're, you're uh, giving some pretty low scores here. If you, but you, it takes a lot for me to get real high. I know. And and when I do, you'll know it. I know. So um, yeah, I know they're a little low, but I mean, I'm just telling you like it is, right? And and I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of judging all of these restaurants off the same scale, which they're not the same restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Some right. are like totally different genres <laughs> or uh, flavors, I guess you could say. Um, but I'm just giving them all a, a one to ten rating of that particular experience. Now here's the deal. Here's another one. Let me throw this one at you, right? What did I just give Waffle House six point seven? Yeah, um, I went to Prince's, Prince's Chicken. There's a new one over um, near our house, right? Mm-hmm. Prince's Chicken. And so we that, went that, there. Uh, founded in Nashville, by the way. Right. We went there uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was pleasantly surprised with the chicken and the French fries compared to the last time I had gone, which is like three or four years ago to the one on Nolensville, right? Right. And uh, I just felt like there wasn't much flavor on the fries, and um, that's a big deal to me, too. Like, I, I want right. some good so fries. What, what do you give Prince's? Well, here's the deal. The first time I went, I would give it. I mean, my satisfaction from that first visit, we had an awesome girl that checked us out, too. She even got made sure I got the right sauce and everything. 
I'd have to go with like an 8.0 on the first visit. Wow. But the second visit, I would have to say was a 7.0. All right, but you went to a different location. Same location. Oh, same location. Okay. Different person checking me out. Okay. Not as fun of an experience with that person as we had the first one. Okay. I mean, like that that conversation we had at the checkout counter yeah. set the stage for us to enjoy that meal right. on that first night. Dude, the second night set the stage for me to be annoyed during that meal. Yeah. And that's that's just how it happened, right? right? Also, second night, not as much seasoning on the French fries. And then the chicken seemed to be quite a bit overcooked compared to what we had the time before that. Yeah. Outside of that, though, everything was pretty good. So, yeah, it felt like I got a solid point drop at least from that first to second visit. Um, And I also told Catherine, I was like, I probably have had my princes fixed for a minute now. Yeah. Um, But it was was nice. And that that was another thing that got me thinking, too. Like, every restaurant, you know, it's not you go and you have one meal and you're like me. Or if you're like me. If it's bad, you won't even go back there again. But that may not have been that it's just a terrible restaurant. It could have just been a one a one off bad meal served to you, right? Yeah. So I don't mind giving places another chance every once in a while, but I have to be in a bind. <laughs> I've got to be in a bind to right. give them the chance. Right. And um yeah, ultimately, uh Prince's ended up going down a point on that one, but it was still still a great meal, and I will definitely be going back at some point. Um, I'll definitely hit up the Waffle House again one of these days, but most of the time I save that for Special specific occasions. occasions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I have to say though, and Panda is always gonna like I said, it's always pretty consistent on on what you're getting, and so I'll always hit that up every once in a while. But I have to say, Chewies and Cheddars have been kicked off my list of places that I will go spend my money for food. All right, let me let me let me comment on some of these some of these observations would that you love made to hear. It. And we're not food critics by the way. Um I am. Jesse would more qualify for a food critic than I do cuz I'm a hog. I like just about anything. Um I, I pay more attention to the service end of things. Yeah. You know? Um that went into my I can I can definitely deal with mediocre meals if I have good service. No. You know? I mean I still right, can't. let's say for example, and I'm just let we let's just say we go to a chain a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about fast food, I'm talking about a chain like a Cheddar's or a Chewy's or something like that. <clears throat> and if I go in and I have edible food. Might not have been the best food I ever had in my life, but it was edible. And I went out and my stomach was full. And if I have poor service, then that meal is going to be just the worst meal I've ever had. Because I pay more attention to the service end of things than I do the actual food. Because like I said, I don't have as high I don't I don't have as high quality expectations of food as you do. You know, I can eat just about anything. You know? So, with that being said, um, when you when you go to some place like Panda Express, you you go because you're going like, "Hey man, I think I want some orange chicken and some noodles." Well, you know Panda Express is always going to have consistent 
orange chicken right and if i have uh, I, and i always know they're gonna have consistent teriyaki chicken right and noodles and then they pretty much they pretty much do have consistent shrimp too there's a couple shrimp options that are very consistent so i have never gone to a, well i take i'm gonna take that back we did go to a panda express one time when we were in michigan i have to give them credit the place was it was during covid so you know, a lot of things changed during that time. People were running on skeleton crews. And the food we had, of course, we had to order it, go in, you know, meet them at the door, pick it up, bring it back and eat it in the car. Eating Panda Express in the car is a little bit difficult. Not not impossible, but a little more difficult. Um, And, and, and I have to say they probably did the very best that they could under the circumstances. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them credit for that. Yeah. All right. But like I said, you can pretty well you can pretty well get you know what you're going to get when you go in there. So right. I've never been to a Panda Express and just said, "Bleh, I'm never going back to a Panda Express." I know good and well I'm going back to Panda Express. Yeah, because I'm going to have to have some orange chicken and noodles one of these days. Well, that, that's like you said though. There's a, and it's like I said too. I can pretty much guarantee I'm going to get somewhere between like a five point five and an eight point five every single right. time I go there. Not more. I would say more times than not, leaning towards the eight point five side. Yeah. But I've definitely gone and gotten some five point five food and been like, "Wow, Panda! Wow, you couldn't just like warm this couldn't up a little step bit it up more." A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. But that is my rant on the restaurants that I've hit this last week, and I want to give I, I want to give one more shout out to a place that blew my mind. Okay. Okay. Catherine and I went hunting in Fairview. Yeah. We went to the Mexican restaurant right there at Grandma's Road. What's called, that one called? It used to be called Nando's. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one at Grandma's Road. That one's called La Plaza, right? Yeah. I call went it, there. I call it Lost Hardy's because that used to be a Hardy's building. Right, right. Ha, ha. I went there and had a, I would say, very decent meal. I just felt like I needed some more seasoning in mm-hmm. everything that I ate. Yeah. So I was like, I would go back there and eat again, but I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not like dying to, I'm, I'm going to go try the other Mexican restaurant, which yeah. I, I heard the other one down the road, I think it's called like Dos Margaritas or something. Right. Yeah. I, and I'll go ahead and give La Plaza and I'll go ahead and give them a rating. I'll give them a rating and say they got a solid 6.0. Um, the service was very nice. Um, now there's some good people that work there. I, I've been in. Yeah, the service times. was very nice, folks. and it, it just could they could have just been using some more seasoning back there in the back room. So um, fair. So if you go to Fairview, this is where Jesse's talking about these two restaurants are. If you're if you're in Fairview, La Plaza um, is right at the corner of Old Nashville Highway and Highway 100. It used to be a Hardy's building. That's the reason I call it Lost Hardy's. Um, been there for many years. Good family, good folks. You're gonna get you're gonna get good food when you go in there. It's not gonna be eight point five, but it's gonna be good food. Yeah, and you're gonna and you're gonna they're gonna be very gracious to you. In other words, they're gonna pr- treat you like they're really glad that you chose their right. establishment. And that's how that's how I felt too. But the food definitely didn't tickle my fancy too much. It was enough for me to say, let's go try another Mexican restaurant. So we were gonna go to Dos Margaritas, but I called you, and I said, hey. Catherine and I are thinking about going over here to this other Mexican restaurant, but there's another place over here called Cano's. And I was like, or Cano's, however you pronounce it. I think it's Cano's. And so I said, 
I said, what do you think about, you know, like, which one would you go to? And you told me to go to Kano's or Kano's, yeah. however you say it. And I said, okay, cool. Went in there, not super high expectations, but I had the best burrito tacos I've ever had in Tennessee. Yeah, really. Period. Yeah. And maybe some of the best I've ever had. Period. But what would you rate the, What would you rate your experience at Kano's? So both times we went in, I, I've gone in twice since then. And I would say the first one, no, dude, I've been in there three times. I've gone back three times for these tacos. Okay. Kano's, Berea tacos, I'm telling y'all, get your butt out there and try some. They're delicious. So the first time I went, I would have to say I was starving too. There was not a lot of people in there because it was late, like I said. But the Berea tacos, the chips, the salsa, all of it was so stinking good. I would have to, I would have to say, I would have to say, at least an eight point five. Wow, that's yeah. good. They 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 really kicked butt that night, and I have a feeling, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. Those t- I lied. Nine point oh. Wow. The first night I went nine point oh. As far as like the food that I got, the service was great. Um. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that it was like the. It, it's it's a fairly average place as far as like you know they have like I, I assume they have like some karaoke and like music there and stuff and so like yeah but dude that you freaking know, that, I'm telling you those tacos I want to say so something good. else about Kano's too um I know the I know the guy that that run runs that restaurant there um that they, they do a lot for the Fairview community too like they they Football season, things like that. They donate food for the football players, cheerleaders, sometimes the band, things like that. So they do a lot, and a lot of those establishments do a lot for the community uh, when 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 there's a need there. I'm telling you right now, if they're donating burrito tacos, they're doing. But a lot I for have the community. I have eaten there a half dozen times probably, and I have never left when I wasn't satisfied with the food and the service. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. And then, so I guess the second time I would say, I'd say the second two times I went back, I would, I would say, and maybe it was because I was just so enthralled that first visit, but I would say they would got 8.5s. Like, still good tacos, mm-hmm. not quite as perfectly crafted as that first plate that I got. And I'm telling you. But you probably weren't as hungry either. And I may not have been, but I can't, they were both evenings that we got done hunting and cutting up deer and everything. So it, I, I would, I would have been very hungry. Regardless, I'm just telling you, if you like tacos and you live near Fairview, go to Kano's and I'm telling you, they will freaking, you will be so happy that you went. You'll probably go back three times like I did. Now, let me say something else here too. <clears throat> Yeah, just because you had a poor experience one time doesn't mean that you're going to have a poor experience the next time that you get. And that's what I was trying to say earlier, yeah. too. And that's why I'd, I'd say that it's fair to give places another chance. But my experience was so poor at both of those Chewies and Cheddars that there is no way that you're going to catch me spending my money to go back to either of those places ever again. Yeah, I can I can. If I got fed way. it and I was hungry, and I didn't have to pay for it, I would eat it and try it and say, oh, I don't know, you know, I'd maybe give it another shot, but you ain't going to catch me walking in with my wallet. But, you know, just in, in the business that I'm in and the company that I work for, you may come in one day and you and and 
you know, first of all, let me say this. We we all make mistakes. All right, the company I work for makes mistakes. Your salesperson makes mistakes. Your drivers make mistakes. Your order pullers make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It, But we do try to correct those mistakes in a very timely manner, you know. We're, we we try to we try to take care of our customers. I know there's people out there that's come to 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 the place where I work and they've th- said, "Hey, you know what? We we got we got great service, great service, start to finish." I know there's people out there because I've talked to them that said, "I didn't get very good service. I'm not going to buy from you again." You know, and so I think a lot of times it's you know it depends on the day. It. Maybe your salesperson got up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe they were sick. Maybe yeah. there's something going on in their life that they were dealing with at that point in time. Same with the customer. Maybe the customer got up that morning and they were sick. They got on the wrong side of the bed. You know, yeah. you, you, it, it, there's so many variables. Yeah. When you when you when you want to have a great experience, there's so many variables that play into that experience. You know, especially in a restaurant. Yeah. You know. The dude who cooked your um, chimichanga that night at Chewy's, you know, might not be the dude that's cooking it tonight. And you go well, back he certainly there, shouldn't be. If and the owner has any sense, <laughs> they would have not have him back there. They would maybe have him taking out the trash. But I'm just saying there's so many variables. I think, I think you ought to at least give uh, every company, whatever it is, at least give them a second chance. Oh, for sure. And it's kind of like you, what you said about Cracker Barrel earlier. If Chewy's calls me up and says, hey, Jesse, we listened to you and your dad sitting on there blabbing about how you didn't like our dinner. Yeah. We want you to come back and try this. I will come back and try another dinner. But there ain't no way, like I said, that I'm spending my money, especially, I mean, I would drive. Like, I would literally, if I was stuck in Opry Mills again and had, like, all I could do is either go there or go to Canos, I'd drive all the way to Canos in Fairview and I'd eat there. You know, and here again, it comes from the service standpoint of things. The girl was so sweet, girl that served us, but it was terrible food. It was, and 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 in my mind, she should have recognized that. She did, and I felt bad for her, you know, because she did recognize that I didn't eat any of that chimichanga. Yeah, ex- after the first bite, because it was cold and not melted cheese with like two pieces of like microwave chicken on the inside. All right, did she offer? Did she offer to take it off your your tab? No. I see there therein lies in my point. I if, didn't tell her. If I didn't I tell see, her it was bad, but if it was I very I see obvious. a product that we sent out, the company that I work for, if I see a product that we sent out that is not up to standard, not I'm not saying it has to be perfect because there's no perfect product out there. But if it's not up to standard, I'm going to be the first person to step up and say, "No, you're not putting that product in your house." Yeah, that is not that is not a quality product. We re- need to remake that or rework that product. You know, and so, but I'll be the first one to say that because at the end of the day, I am the face of the company that 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 I work for. That's yeah. the people. I'm the face that people see. It's not very not very attractive, but it's I am the face <laughs> they see. And it's not the man who's making the man or woman who's making the product. It's not the man or woman who's delivering the product. It's not the man or woman who's loading the product. They don't see those faces. They see my face. And so when they equate the company, I, they equate the company I work for with this face. Now, have I have I missed the mark sometime? Oh, I guarantee you, I have. I've been doing the same thing for thirty five years. You don't do the same thing for thirty five years and make mistakes. You know, not make mistakes. But and not make mistakes, right? <clears throat> 
I'm because I'm not perfect by any means. I was about to say, I know good and well you didn't make it this long without messing Boy, up. Boy, I've messed up some stuff. Trust me, I've messed up some stuff. But the thing about it is, is that people have to care about the job that they're doing. And I just feel like that, especially in the food service industry, since COVID, our food service industry has really lacked in people who care. Yeah, and the price has gone up. And the prices have gone up. And that's not their fault. The price of the food's gone up. Stuff they have to buy has gone up. That's not their fault. But you can you can change a person's perception just by the way you deal with that person. Case in point, for the last five years, I have stopped at a local, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, I don't want to call the name, um, convenience market, every morning and gotten me a cup of coffee, okay? I like to stop there. I go in there. There is a worker at this one local convenience market that is just so she I don't know what her problem is but she is just so negative good morning what's good about it well we both woke up this morning we were both able to stand up get out of the bed that's that's a blessing yeah if you say so and she's like this all the time and so one day a week or so ago I went in there and I just said, I'm just not going to say anything and see if she says anything to me. I'm coming in her establishment. I'm spending my money. You know, I'm just going to see if she says anything to me. Not one word did she say to me. Not thank you, have a nice day, anything. And you know when I walked out? I said, I'm not going back in there again. Yeah. Because I'm going in trying to be in a good mood, trying to get started on my day. It's hard to do sometimes. But I'm going in there, and I'm trying to be in a good mood. I speak to people coming in and out the door. I speak to the workers, and I speak to her. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, by the time I leave that store, I'm just like, you know what? I just really don't want to go back in there anymore. And so I don't. I drive an extra mile out of my way to another convenience market, and that's where I go get my coffee. Yeah. You know, I just, there again, you know, just be good to people. You know, no matter what you're doing, be good people. Take pride in your work. And if you're, if you're not taking pride in the job you do, go find something you enjoy. Because you're not only doing it, you're just doing All you're doing is making yourself miserable and making everybody miserable around you. So there's my rant. That's so true, though. You know. So changing the subject. Changing the subject. But I will say before you change the subject, I'm not just a big, you know, I gave Kanos a really good grade. All right, so I'm not just on here ripping restaurants. I'm on here letting you know which ones serve crap and which ones don't. Well, and like you said, they do have an opportunity. They do have an opportunity to 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 listen to this podcast and offer offer us a chance to come back in there and give and and redeem them if if they if or they want to redeem themselves. Redeem but, themselves, yeah. But yeah, I ain't doing it. But I just wanted to make the point that I'm not just on here ripping restaurants i'm on here letting you know which ones are good and which ones to go to too and which ones to not go in and waste your hard-earned money on because that's what i did and it ticked me off all right change the subject changing the subject rant over because jesse will get mad when you start talking about his food i'm just telling you he'll get angry and he can sit and talk for hours about it so we're going to change the subject you were the nra 
Country Artist of the Month for November. That's right. All right. This month, our good friend, your boss, Richard Casper, is the NRA Artist of the Month yep. for December. They're featuring him as well. They're, they're featuring they're, him as well. So Lisa Supernall did a an interview with me, and that's what they put out last month. And right. then she also did one with Richard Casper, and that's what's out this month. So if you just type in NRA and either of our names, I'm sure it's going to pop straight up first thing you'll see on Google. Now, um, Richard Casper is one of the founders. Co-founder of co-founder Creative Co-founder for Creative Vets which is the organization for which Jesse works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fantastic organization. We're getting ready to go next Saturday night, which will be December the 9th, your mama's birthday. We're going to their their gala event that they have. Ten-year gala. Ten-year gala. So they've been been in operation for ten years. Um, It should be a a fantastic time. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, It's black tie. Yeah. Um, That's a little. I'm sorry. My tie is going to be red. I know. It's a little out of our, uh, I'm not much of a black tie guy myself. Yeah. But, you know, it ain't bad to get have to get dressed up every once in a while. No, the ladies like it. Yeah. The other women like it. So we'll do it. But, yeah, I will say if you, any of you guys are maybe interested in uh, being a part of the gala, you can still get tickets, and the food will be great. The um, there's It's not necessarily going to be a show, but there will be some presentations and um uh, everything that happens will will just be a really really awesome awesome thing to see and be a part of. Um, I, I mean, I'm telling you, I already have a little bit of an idea of what to expect, and I cannot wait to be there and to get to experience that evening. And for for everybody else that I know that's going to be there, it's yeah. going to be a really 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 awesome event. And hopefully we'll be able to raise some more money, some more awareness for creative vets um, so that uh, the next 10 years are as awesome as the last 10 years. I think it'll be more awesome. Could very well be. With the exposure you guys are getting, um, you know, locally and nationally, I think it'll be I think it'll be even more awesome. Uh, it's a it's an organization that's saving lives, people. Uh, I'm telling you, I've seen I'm. I'm not nearly as close to it as Jesse is, but I've I've seen I've seen and heard the stories and I'm telling you. This organization saves lives. And with that being said, if you go to creativevets.org, you can make a donation to this organization. I know it's getting close to the end of the year. Some of us might be thinking about making some donations to some organizations uh, this time of year. You know, we get to thinking a little bit more about, you know, people and what we could do to help and things like that. And I'm telling you, if you don't have an organization that you already decided to uh, to donate to, please consider Creative Vets and go to creativevets.org and make that and make that uh, that donation. Um, you know you we got you got a song cut last month. I think it came out last month. Uh, Scotty right. Hastings, how do you choose? That's, That's a great right. song. I probably listened to it a hundred times since we talked last. Yeah, from what I understand, I don't know any specific numbers or anything like that, but. From what I understand from Scotty, it's been getting some good spins. So thank you guys for listening. To yeah, that. that and that is a go listen to that song. It it, it it's it, it's called How Do You Choose. It doesn't necessarily have any as as much to do about the loss of a friend in 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 battle as it it has. It, it's relatable to anyone. Anyone. If lost. you've lost anyone, this song is very relatable to you so please go listen to it 
Um, and, uh, you know, tell us what you think about it. Uh, Jesse co-wrote that song with the uh, creative vets. And so yeah, we're and the, just me and Scotty in the back room. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Uh, another song that you co-wrote came to mind to me yesterday. Mm. Um, you know, uh, watching the SEC championship, uh, Georgia, University of Georgia played University of Alabama. Yep. And Georgia was supposed to come out on top. Everybody was predicting Georgia to come out on top. It didn't pan out that way. The Crimson Tide uh, won that battle. Right. And uh, I thought about a song uh, that that uh, that Dustin Herring came out with that you co-wrote called Roll Tide. That's right. Yeah, man. And I thought about a couple of my buddies mm-hmm. who are no longer with us. Big Alabama fans. Big Alabama fans. And I was wondering – I'm. Oh, Uncle Wilford doesn't come out. Man, and play. I'm telling you. You know, a <laughs> couple of buddies of mine are not with us anymore, big Alabama fans. They're in heaven now. And uh man, I thought about that song all day yesterday. I'll be honest with you, I didn't listen to it because I knew I'd be a blubbering idiot. Yeah. But uh yeah. That's honestly so, though, that's so cool. I'm go glad listen I'm, to that song. I'm glad that it 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 meant that much to you because when I wrote that with him, it was it was coming from his personal experience, right? And me not not being an Alabama fan, I just was kind of like, yeah. And honestly, I'm gonna be completely straight with you guys. I have not been emotionally invested into any football in a long since time. high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I wasn't even that emotionally invested in it then. I just didn't want my mama screaming at me while I was on the sidelines. I at least wanted to be on the field playing because she screamed louder than anybody. Oh, my gosh. That um, woman, she was so embarrassed. But I didn't know if uh, – I, I just – I wasn't sure how it was totally going to go over. And, uh, man, that just makes me really happy to hear that it that it meant that much to you because I know I've had a I've had quite a few people send me messages and stuff about that song to where they were like, man, I really really enjoyed that one. That one, that one meant a lot to me. So so Dustin, thank you for asking me to write that with you. We, and uh, uh, I ran into a guy not too long ago, um, six eight months ago, and it was well, one of the fellows I was talking about. It was his son, and he said, you know, he said that Roll Tide still one of my favorite songs. He hmm. said every time I listen to it, I think about my dad. You know. And uh, we're 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 a Tennessee family in this household. We're we we I did pull for Alabama yesterday just simply because they were the underdogs, and I had knew I had two buddies up there mm-hmm. watching it, uh, watching that old game. Probably sitting there next to Bear Bryant watching the game, and you know had the best seats in the house. And uh, so that song came uh, came across my mind yesterday. And uh, so well, not only did I write that with Dustin, but there was a very nice man named Elmer Knable that was in there writing with us that good. that day as well. So it was the three of us and. Um, yeah, thank you, Dustin, for bringing that into the table and letting us write that with you because, uh, you know, being a songwriter myself, it's not necessarily uh, easy to roll into the room with a more personal idea and just be like, hey, this is what we want to write about or this is what I want to write about today. And that was that was how it went. And I, I just appreciate him for opening yeah. up to me like that and letting me be a part of it. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it. you never know what's going to come out of a song, I suppose. I'm not a songwriter, I don't know. But you never know what's going to come out of a song. No, dude, there's one that I will share sometime on here that I wrote with a guy. And it's one of my favorite songs that I've written in the last two years. And it was with one of my veterans. And uh, when he proposed the idea to me, I literally laughed out loud and was <laughs> like, I was like, dude, 
like you've got to be kidding me. I was like, we're not, we're like, we're not even going to get a song done from this. Like it, it could go anywhere. And ultimately it ended up being one of my favorite songs that I've written in the last two years. And, uh, yeah, you never know what's going to happen with a song. You're exactly right. Well, we definitely need to we definitely need to make a note of that, and we need we need to hear that song maybe on our next podcast when we can cue it up. You do need to hear it. It's yeah. a good one. We'll um, make it happen. So you know, got the gala coming up. We've talked about uh, we've talked about giving. We've talked about some of the songs that's come out of that. Creative events, awesome organization. I'm pumped about going to uh, to the gala uh, Saturday night and getting to see some of the people that I've met through this organization uh, and uh, getting to hang out with them. So that's gonna that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big time. This will be our last podcast for the year. Yeah, as of right now, unless something weird unless happened, something weird and we happens, decided and we- to sneak one more in but that is definitely the the plan as of right now it's been it does not look like this month is going to be very not busy especially yeah, you're to michigan well that and uh that's right i'm so glad you mentioned that so we could talk about it on here so if you're any of my friends up in michigan i will be up there um with my buddy david evans and we are going to be at 20 front street on the 15th of december that show um, is going to be a lot of fun for me. I haven't gotten to play any shows since January. And um, as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and say this too. I A uh, couple couple weeks ago, I called you. I was, I was going, I've, for the last year and a half, I've been playing guitar left-handed. I had to quit playing right-handed because of the pain that I've had on the right side of my body, from my neck down to my foot on the right side. And... Um, so over the last year and a half, I've, like I said, I've I've only played left-handed. I have hardly ever picked up my right-handed guitar at all because every time I played it, it just made the pain I was in worse. Yeah, I've gotten some Botox shots in the last four or five months that have made dramatic changes in my body. Praise God. And uh, also, I did a lot of shooting with that bow and arrow that I think made a massive difference as well in my recovery. In the last three weeks, or I guess three weeks ago, I went shopping to see if I could get one of the left-handed guitars I had a pickup put in it so that I could play it through some speakers at these shows I'm going to play right. up in, in Michigan in December. Unfortunately, the guitar that I had was going to need some significant work on it done before an expensive pickup would be put in it. So it was going to be quite a few hundred dollars that I was going to be spending just to have play one guitar for a couple shows, right? Yeah, right. And so um, I was like, maybe I just need to buy a new one. So I looked around, and the the only ones that were decent were $1,600 or more, and there was only four of those in one shop here in town. Because if you're not left-handed and you don't know this about left-handed guitars, there's very few. Yeah, very very. Well, I mean, you go sense. into you go into a guitar shop. Like I said, Gruens is where I was at. They have hundreds of guitars in that place. They had four left-handed guitars for sale, and they were all over sixteen hundred bucks. Um, then I went to Guitar Center, and they had one left-handed guitar, but it was two hundred dollar piece of junk, and I wasn't going to buy that and put a nice um, pickup in it. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to play my guitar upside down for a few songs and then play mostly piano because I've gotten to a point to where I, I can do that. I can get through a few songs upside down, but as you can imagine, just not a ton, right? Well, I got to thinking, there's no way I'm going to make it through that party that I have to play without having to play some songs right-handed. There's just no way around it. And so I thought, well, 
maybe I can maybe it's not going to bother me as much as it did a few months ago. Right. And thank the Lord above, it has actually felt like something I should be doing. It's been miserable. Like, I mean, when I tell you guys it feels like my body twisted around itself to the left and cranked down, that's exactly what happened. And from my neck all the way down to my foot, everything's been popping back into place for the last four months. And it's been miserable, but very good at the same time. Um, So I say all that to say for the last two weeks, Three weeks, I've been playing a lot of right-handed guitar. No I've been playing right-handed guitar, and then I'll pick up my left-handed guitar, and I'll play it right afterwards to work both sides. And it's like the the lowest point of my skull before it attaches to my vertebrae, that pops up a little bit more every single day. It's almost like I'm getting taller is what it feels like. Wow. And everything, all this, like my jaw, I've had like five cracks today. And when I say cracks... I mean, cracks in my jaw where, like, it'll pop, and I'll go, oh, my goodness, Catherine, that hurts so bad. But you've been playing right-handed guitar a little bit for the last couple of weeks. Yep. That is amazing. It Praise is pretty God crazy. That, I can I can play it pretty much just as good as I did the day I stopped. That's My man, fingers have no callus on them. That's I mean, an answer to prayers right they're there, They're hurting bro. just as bad as they were the first time I tried to start playing. But That's the answer to many prayers. Yeah. It's been pretty crazy. It's been pretty crazy. I've still been in a lot of pain, but – um. It feels like doing that both ways now is finally a good thing, which is what one of my physical therapists that I worked with said should be a good thing a year ago. But yeah. it's taken my body and four Botox shots to get to that point to where it's actually been good for me to play both ways. Bo- who would have ever thought that Botox? I know. Would have been would have been but such a blessing. They shot they shot these muscles in my neck that were absurdly like bigger on one side and stronger than the other side. And it allowed my, I mean it, that it felt like my spine was twisted to the right and everything was pulled to the left. Yeah. Everything was pulled to the left all the time. And after I got that Botox shot, it was like, it let my spine sit back into straightness in the place and everything on the right side started to slowly pop back into place. That's nuts. It's been nuts and terrible at the same time. I know, but who would have thought, I mean, it's amazing that, that, I told you know, my but doctors. I, I, I've heard none of, of my doctors. Those, I've, I've heard of people having those shots for various, various, uh, you know, yeah. uh, things like you're experiencing. You know, yeah. by being a hip or a knee or in the back or whatever. You know. Well, my doctors that have given me the shots have been amazed the whole time at how my body has responded because none of them even thought it was going to do anything. Wow. I've I've literally felt like all of my doctors have thought I was fine this whole time, and I've been anything but that. Well, that's an answer to many prayers. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to ask you something. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do something right now we've never done on this podcast, and shame on us. Okay. I think we need to have a prayer. Go for it. I think we need to give thanks. I think so, too. Go for it. I, I, and I'm ashamed to say I don't think we've ever done that on this podcast before. No, we haven't. But forgive me. For not doing that. It won't be long, but let's have a prayer. Okay. Father, thank you so much for the blessing of this day, this beautiful day that you've given us. Thank you for everything that you do for us, Father. And, and Father, especially we thank you for how these Botox shots are working for Jesse. And, uh, Father, we we are amazed at all the, all the wonderful things that you've done for us, especially for, for Jesus. Uh, Father, we think a lot about him this time of year. 
And we may have opportunities to come in contact with someone to talk to them about Jesus uh, because this time of year they're thinking about him, and, and they may need to make some changes in their lives, and we may, to, may need to make, make some changes in our own lives, Father, and so help us to do that. We love you so much, and we thank you for, for everything that you do for us, and uh, it's through Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Nothing wrong with having a good prayer. No, and I'm very thankful because Catherine and I have been praying every single time we've eaten for pain relief and thanking for the pain relief that I've gotten, and it has been so long, and it has uh, I spent such a long time thinking I was never going to not hurt again. I was, ne- I was always going to be in excruciating pain. And it's just so, I mean, I told somebody the other day, being able to play guitar right-handed again is like basically living, it it has felt like living with my right leg for however many years of my life, 27 years of my life, and then having it stop working for two. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it started working again. That's, That's how, that's the amount of mental relief that I've been given from being able to do that again. Because you don't understand how much I can do on the guitar right-handed because of playing for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you know how many hours I have recorded of gigs from 2019 till I had that surgery in 2021? There's no telling. It's right at 1,000. 1,000 hours. And that is 1,000 hours that I played on a torn labrum twisting my body further and further and further and further around. Wow. And... You want me to tell you something else crazy? What? I went to hot yoga the other day, and I was like, I wonder if she can tell me how many hot yoga classes I've taken since 2018. And the only time I ever walked into a hot yoga studio was because I was in pain. It was not because I thought I needed to be a yogi, okay? Yeah. I've gone to 440 hot yoga classes. In how many years? Since 2018. So five years. And from 2021, September 2021 till... I mean, like, just a few months ago, I couldn't even go to classes. Yeah. Because I was in such miserable pain. Yeah. 440 hot yoga classes. I've spent 440 hours. Some of those classes were an hour and 15 in 120, you know, 115-degree weather oh my God. Doing, doing yoga. I can't so even that, imagine that. That is why my body did what it did in the time that it did. And how I got in such terrible shape. All of my doctors and everybody just kept saying, keep doing what you're doing. There's no way that guitar can be causing you that much pain. Keep doing what you're doing. And it just kept making things worse. And you finally found, so you finally got the Botox shots, playing the guitar the right the with your right hand. I can play right-handed, but I can't play for long periods mm-hmm. of time. I can only take so much, so, and then I have to turn around and play left-handed again right after. So when you go to Michigan, are you going to take both guitars? Your right hand. I only have a right-handed guitar that plugs up. My left-handed guitar doesn't even plug up. So okay. what I'll be doing is playing everything right-handed, piano, and then I'll probably flip ups. I can play a lot of slide upside left-handed down. upside down. Yeah. So I'll probably be doing that just to work that side too. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting to go play that show with Dave too because I haven't gotten to. We, we've we Dave and I have actually consistently written together for for years and uh but outside of doing those and we've done most of those writing sessions virtually right um so we don't we don't really get to hang out very often so i'm looking forward to us getting to do that you know y'all don't understand how bad i miss playing music you mentioned david evans 
and and I, and I don't know how many you know, mom and I have this conversation all the time with you and Hunter, you know, riding with people and playing out the the thousands of people that we have met and gotten to know and everything just simply because y'all are y'all are in music. Uh, we, we've made a lot of friends, and uh, but I have to say that David Evans is among some of my favorite. People. Oh, he's all right. Don't give him that. Da- much I, you got to love this guy. <laughs> I mean, if you can't like David Evans, you can't like anybody. He's such a likable, love. I'll tell you another. He one. laughs at a lot of my jokes. TC Courtney. Yeah. Love that guy. Well, they're about two peas in a pod. They've lived together for a long time. Oh, have they really? I didn't know they lived together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. That- they they really like you too. There's this story they always tell. Like anytime you, I walk in the room, they start talking about you and they go, oh my gosh oh my gosh because there was this video of you watching one of us playing at Belcourt taps and at the end of the song you just went oh my gosh <laughs> i didn't i had no idea so, had no idea yeah they they bring it up every time every so yeah time. let me let me throw something out here every time one of one of our boys gets up on stage mama donna records if it's if it's an original song she records and I forget. And sometimes I say things in the middle of these <laughs> these recordings, you know, sometimes good, sometimes mine not so good. But this, oh my gosh, I I had no idea that was even out there. It was, that was, it even was a like thing. it was like you said it and it was just like so um <laughs> passionate. You know, just like, oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad y'all got a little kick out of that. That's pretty funny. Oh, they get a big kick funny. out of it every single time, dude. Every single time. Well, with this being our last uh our last uh probably our last podcast for the year and, it, and we got Christmas coming up and then we got New Year's coming up and you know who knows next time we get together we might have a big snow outside that'd be fun you I love a snow know. I love a good snow day man I love a good snow day but I thought we would take wrap up our podcast today by just sharing a Christmas memory okay okay just uh just I I want you to think for a minute of your favorite Christmas memory. That's a hardest favorite is hard, but you but, can say but one, one of one of one the, favorite. of the yeah, favorites. Yeah, one of the favorites. Yeah, yeah. You're one of your favorite. There's two Christmas of them that are coming to mind from when I was a kid. Right now, it always happens when you're a kid. There's two of them that's coming to mind. I got a funny one too. Okay. One time, y'all got me a bike and a and a uh, and a Pokemon. It had a gold card inside a Pokeball. And I snuck in and looked at all that stuff that year before I got it. Why would you do that? <laughs> I was still upstairs, too, I think. Jesse, yeah. we did a good job of hiding your gifts. You, you had to do a real good job of finding them. You didn't do it that year, buddy. Oh, I was in gosh. there sleeping. It's, you know, And that's one thing that's always been a big deal for me is I never did like anybody knowing what they got for Christmas. I always wanted everybody to be surprised. I don't care if I get a single Christmas gift. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't, I don't care. But I, my Christmas is sitting down and watching somebody open something that surprises them. Because to me, that is the epitome of the celebration of Christmas was the surprise. I mean, you stop and think about it. Can you imagine the surprise of the people who were, you know, in Israel and they have been looking for and praying for and hearing about the Messiah and the Messiah comes as a baby in a feed trough, you know, and the surprise 
when people actually realize that's who that was. Right. You know, that to me that's that's what the that's what it's all about is the surprise. You know. I love the surprise too. I'm a big surprise guy. But so. but then you go around screw it up by looking at your Christmas presents. It's a surprise name. Jesse Wayne. It was a surprise when well, I found them. Well, you better be glad I didn't know about that or you wouldn't have gotten anything. <laughs> it was a surprise you. when I found them. I'd have give you a big old lump of coal. Well, speaking of surprises, the other two were surprises, so I wanna I wanna say them both. One year was the four wheeler. Yeah, that you was got a us big real deal. good. I got you. I got you all on that. We kind of thought everything was over with, and then you rolled up on that little guy, and then I got your money's worth out of that for sure. Um, and then there was one year y'all got us a PlayStation Two, and it sat on the couch for hours while we went through all of our presents, and not one of us saw it. And y'all were just like, y'all couldn't believe. Like when we, I don't remember if it was you or mom, but you were like, y'all were like, look over there on the couch, and we were like. Oh my gosh, we just couldn't believe it. We had we had gone up, you know, done the whole thing, and we just none of us had realized that that PlayStation was sitting there on the couch. <laughs> I love the surprise. I love the surprise. All yeah. right, I got one to tell. Hit me. All right. So this goes back to the late nineties. Uh, I'm gonna say this was probably 97, 98, something like that. And we were at Christmas Eve celebration at my grandmother's house, Margaret. All right. Now, my daddy was never known for his fashion. I know that's hard to believe. Well, he was known for it. Oh, he was definitely known for it. But, I mean, it, nobody ever really gave followed him, his lead. followed his lead in fashion. <laughs> No. Okay. All right. So my daddy's fashion around the winter time was a pair of sweatpants and those slip-on Gilligan shoes. I don't know that. I'm sure there's a name for them. I call them Gilligan shoes, but that's what the Gilligan on Gilligan's Island wore. Yeah. So Gilligan shoes, sweatpants, a pullover knit shirt with a pocket because he had to have a place to put his cigarettes, and suspenders. So you got to imagine this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one year, he Daddy put on a little weight, and he showed up in a pair of sweatpants that was about two sizes too small. Darn. That left very little to the imagination. So I would say he put on a little bit more than a little weight. Well, he put on he put on a pound or two. He'd eat a lot of chitlins that year. Bet he did. Okay? And so this pair of sweatpants, I would... I would y- y- I'm going to throw this out there. I would liken those to the yoga pants that a lot of the women wear today that they ain't got no business wearing. Yeah. And, and he, who knew that Daddy was setting a trend at the time by wearing yoga pants? But he was. But it, it left very little to the imagination, right? And so we got in there and opened presents and everything. Kids had settled down. The presents were all open. We'd already eaten dinner. Everything was fine. And we got to talking about what we would like to have for Christmas this year. You know, what would really, it just, just in conversation, it wasn't a real big deal. It was several adults sitting around the table. And my brother-in-law, your Uncle Robert. Right. Who said very little, but when Robert said something, it was usually profound. Okay. And he said, it come around to him, you know, people were saying, well, you know, I just want everybody to be healthy and happy. And somebody would say, well, next year I'd like to I'd like to have a new car or what have you, you know. We come around to your Uncle Robert, who's in heaven now, 
he sat there and said, Robert, what would you like to have for Christmas this year? He said, I would like to have Jerry to never wear sweatpants <laughs> again. <laughs> and we completely lost it. My That's daddy hilarious. completely lost it. We laughed about that. Now, that is one of those stories. I don't know if I've heard that one. That's now, pretty good. Your, your Uncle Robert has been gone 22 years. Yeah. Uh-uh, 21 years this year. <clears throat> He's been dead 21 years. And that story comes up at every Sullivan event that we have. Yeah. When we have an event where all the family is together, that story of what Robert said comes up every single time about my daddy's sweatpants. Yeah. And I'm serious. Every one of us felt it. But none of us had the nerve to say it. <laughs> Uncle Robert is the one who had the nerve to say it. That's hilarious. And it's like it was so, it was perfect for him to be the one to bring it up because he didn't say a lot. He was he was a man of few words. But when he spoke, it, it was he was kind of like E.F. Hutton. When when he spoke, everybody listened. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, the room erupted. I don't know that we've ever laughed as hard at anything. Yeah. At Christmas as we did that year. So, yes, one of my favorite Christmas memories is of my daddy and sweat britches that are too tight and your Uncle Robert saying he his Christmas wish was to never see Jerry in sweatpants again. That's hilarious. Of course, that never, that didn't happen. Daddy still wore sweatpants, but I do think he went to Kmart and bought some bigger ones. At least got some he bigger ones. He did get some bigger ones, yeah. So that's one of my favorite Christmas memories right that's there. That's funny. Anyway. Well, we got some good Christmas stories then. Man, you know what? There's a lot of Christmas memories. I hope that you and your family get together this year and make some more. We've got a lot to be thankful for. We live in a great country. Our country has problems, but we live in a great country where we can we can celebrate Christmas. And I, and I hope that you do something for somebody this year, um, just out of the unexpected, just for the surprise uh, of doing something for somebody. And... Uh, don't forget to stop and give thanks for God to God for everything that we have in this country. It's it, it's 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 an amazing place to be, and uh, I'm thankful for you, Jesse, and this well, time that we have we have together. It's it's fun. You never know what we're going to talk about. We hardly ever know what we're going to talk That's about right. when we get up here, you know. But we're also thankful for all of you who are listening to this, and uh, just know that when you do make comments to us, it it really does mean the world to us. That you uh, that you get something out of what we do. Uh, like I said, we're just two bald headed country boys sitting up here talking. That's all we're doing. That's right. But uh, we love you, and we we wish you the very best in in this uh, in this wonderful season that we get to celebrate this year. I got a question for you. Lay it on me. Would you say that we always get along, and that we are always on oh, the no. same page? No, no, I wouldn't say that. At I know all. everybody listening thinks that. No, We've never but, been in an and the reason before. is is because we're exactly alike. Yeah, you know that's what everybody tells me anyway. I deny it. I deny it. I think you're a lot like your mama's people, but everybody says, "Oh no, Jesse's just like you." Dude. And so that's the reason we butt heads. Yeah, I, I don't want everybody to think out here that sitting out there that this is all just a, you know, we're lovey dovey because there have been times when we've had throwdowns, you know. Yeah. But you know what? We've been able to overcome that. Yeah. You know. We'll probably have another throwdown from time to time. I guarantee you we probably but will. at the end of the day, we never stop loving each other. That's right. We might not agree, 
And we might not have spoken to each other for a couple of weeks, but we never stopped loving each other, and we never stopped praying for each other. And to me, that's what family is all about. Eventually, we were able to work, work out our differences. Like I said, there'll be something else we'll have to work out come up one day. Yeah. But, no, we don't, we don't always see eye to eye. <laughs> well, I got a surprise for you now. Okay. I've been working on this for a long time. Man, but don't it's make just me cry. Like, I hope it don't make me cry. But I just took me a long time to figure out how to say it. I got half of my mama's jeans. No, it ain't too hard to see. That Johnson blood from Fairview, Tennessee. Well, I'm darn sure half of you. No, you can't fight the truth. Even though I tried my best a time or two Just like you We don't always see eye to eye Even when we try It'll probably be that way until you die But you let a man up and grew Now he's in your old shoes When you're gone he miss his daddy too just like you just like you with all my old habits like when life gets hard I'll find my bible and I'll grab it and I'll get down on my knees and ask God to work in me and I'll love my wife till the day I die and teach my kids it's okay to cry and tell them that I love them every time I see them cause I do yeah, when it comes to that day, I want to be just like you. Yeah, just like you. Now I'm a grown man myself, and as far as I can tell, sometimes in this life you go through. I'll find a way to make it through Just like you Just like you With all my old habits Like when life gets hard I'll find my Bible and I'll grab it And I'll get down on my knees And ask God to work in me And love my wife till the day I die And teach my kids it's okay to cry And tell them that I love them Every time I see them cause I do yeah, when it comes to that day, I want to be just like you, just like you with your giving heart, how you help hurting people, meet them where they are, you can tell a story like it's what you're supposed to do. Everybody tells me I can too Just like you Just like you With all my old habits Like when life gets hard I'll find my Bible and I'll grab it And I'll get down on my knees And ask God to work in me Love 
love my wife till the day I die Teach my kids it's okay to cry And tell them that I love them every time I see them Cause I do Yeah, when it comes to that day You know what? You're a real jerk sometimes. <clears throat> well, talk about the element of surprise. That uh, that was uh, that was very surprising, and uh, wow, it's almost like you wrote about somebody else's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't be more touched. Good. Because, uh, you know, just in what you, what the lyrics in that song you wrote um, made me think a lot about my daddy. Yeah. You know, we didn't always see eye to eye. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess I'm a lot, you know, I am a lot like him. People tell me that all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I had a, I had a really good daddy. Uh, he was uh, he was different wore sweatpants to church tight ones but at least he was at church (laughs) (laughs) oh me well thank you you're welcome thank you very much I love you buddy I love you too and uh, now you can't complain if I sing Mama's Boy because you don't have your own song. Oh, right? I always supported you singing Mama's you Boy, but I, always, I did always aggravate y'all. Y'all were always writing songs about your mama, as you should because you've got the best mama in the world. Uh, there's nobody in this world who loves you like your mama. I can say that from mine. Nobody loved me like my mama. Uh, but I'll tell you this, uh, that, was, uh, that was a tremendous surprise, and so you got me. Good, but you can't do that every time because I'm 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 about ready to just squall right now. So. I ain't gonna do it every time. You can't do it. You I just ain't gonna can't do, do it every time. But I love you, and uh, like I said, I've been trying to figure out how to say that for a long time. But it's kind of funny. Everything you said right before it just led right well, into. I kind of so. yeah. I would kind of wish I had a little bit of a heads up on that, but you uh, didn't, and that's gonna be the funny part. <laughs> People are gonna listen back to this, and I'm, it's almost gonna be like you knew I was about to sing what I sang, and you didn't. So. I'm telling you, I was about to, I was about to start slinging snot there for a minute. It had been, yeah. had to been the Holy Spirit come over on me to, to keep me calm, man, because I was about to start slinging snot there for a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, well, we love you guys, and I hope everybody has an awesome Christmas. And uh, if we get snowed in or something, y'all might get an extra episode. You never know, but dude, if I not, would love that. We'll, uh, I would we'll, love for us to get snowed <laughs> in and have to do a podcast. That'd be awesome. We'll see what happens. If not, you guys will get to see us again or hear us again in January. And, uh, yeah, hopefully everybody has an awesome Christmas and an awesome New Year's. I got I got to shoot myself a real nice eight-point buck um, about a week ago. So I've uh, I've got my buck fixed this year, 
And uh, I'm hoping that I can sneak out and maybe get uh, my wife or my mother one as well um, before the season's over with. But if there's any of y'all out there trying to get some last-minute deer, good luck to you. And, uh, yeah, if y'all like li- or if you like original music, you know I've got some out for you guys to listen to. You can't listen to the one that you just heard anywhere else but here. So if you like it, you'll have to just rewind back and spin it again. But I have some other music that's released on all listening platforms. And uh, we've got some bald-headed country boy shirts. If you guys are um, into maybe getting one of those, if you need to get a gift for your favorite bald-headed country boy, all you got to do is go to www.jessewaynetaylor.com and you can find them on the shop, and uh, we can get you hooked up for Christmas. I had somebody stop me. I had my shirt on the other day at the uh, Opry Mills Mall, and somebody stopped me that that knew you and Mama and uh, was like, I think I've seen that shirt before. Are you just okay? <laughs> That's funny. So uh, thank you guys for uh, buying the shirts and all that jazz, and we hope you have a great holiday season, and we'll see you when we get back together. Or I guess you'll hear us. You won't see us. <laughs> Y'all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. God bless. Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing.